You are listening to a CJTR podcast. everyone, and welcome to Spoiler Alert, a weekly talk radio show for TV and movie lovers. I'm your lady host, Sonia Stanger. With me in the booth are my two wonderful co-hosts. To my left, we have the punch to my Judy, it's Jeremy Legui. Hello. And to my right, the man pulling all the strings, <gasps> it's Sean Dunham. Hi. Those were clever. <laughs> this week, we got no strings to hold us down. Oh my we're God. real boys, and we're here to talk about puppets in Sign movies up. and TV. You need a Pulitzer for this intro. You just <laughs> front loaded, <laughs> I front loaded a lot of puns into that one. <laughs> Uh, but as always, uh, spoiler alert is in full effect. Mm-hmm. You might just find out that Gonzo is technically called a whatever. Oh, that's a little disappointing, it's actually. Upsetting. <laughs> we'll talk more about that. Unclassifiable. So, okay, let's just get right into it. We're talking about puppets. Puppets are funny. I think puppets are funny. Um, here's a thought I have. Would we even care about puppets if it wasn't for Jim Henson? Probably and not. And how do we, we feel about him? Absolutely not. If it wasn't for Jim Henson's genius. Can we right? Can we make the distinction, though, between a Muppet and a puppet? Sure. Yes. Okay. What is it? Well, the trademark stamp on their butt just says <laughs> Jim Henson. That's what makes them His signature Muppet. on their foot? Yeah. A Muppet is a cross between a marionette and a puppet. Oh. Yes. That is where the word comes from. Because of the sticks? Well, that the, the, well, a marionette. You know what a marionette with is with the strings. Yes, and you know what a puppet is. You I put do. a hand. Yeah. In That's the a hand, sock. The hand a sock. In the butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you put those two technologies together, oh, you get a yourself Muppet. a Muppet. And I that is where the, the glorious wavy arms come from. I thought <gasps> that they were fully. I'm like, doing the wavy arms. It's Jim, really good. Yeah, I thought uh, that a Jim Henson creation was a Muppet. Me too. I thought it was brand specific. Well, it is, but it's also this specific thing. Yeah, because there are non Jim Henson Muppets now. Oh, certainly. The yeah. entire cast of Avenue Q. Or is it like Kleenex? <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. Are Avenue Q's Muppets? Yeah. Um, I Muppet? think so. I think they're just puppets. I think they have sticks, some of them. Some of them have sticks. Don't well, they? Well, technically, yeah, a, mari- yeah, a marionette has strings, right? Yeah. So that's, again, I will continue waving until it's clear. But not all Muppets have strings. Uh, that's true, yeah. I think a, m- a lot of, of the Muppets the... are just a costume. Well, yeah, that's true. Oh, now I'm confused. Yeah. And there's also like the whole Sesame Street, what's a Muppet, what's not a Muppet on Sesame Street. Oh, the classic oh. what's yeah. a Muppet question. It's a Venn the, the, what's a, the what's a Muppet debate, you know. How do y'all feel about Jim Henson's work in general, generally speaking? F- favorably. Yeah, it is as imprinted on me as the trademark on their butt that I was talking about. <laughs> same, same. Uh, were you a Sesame Street kid? Okay, full disclosure. I, I'm going to use absolutes, and I don't like to. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm scared but excited. I did not see my first full episode of Sesame Street until I was 16 years old. Um, and seems I'm, strange to start, though. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I'm certain. He needed to learn his colors. <laughs> that's what else joke. could they yeah, teach I mean, you that's, at that's that age? Uh, morality. Um, anyway. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I must have, Mom, if you're listening, let me know. I must have watched some Sesame Street. Right. Like, like I would, maybe when I was two, I don't recall. But actually, like, knowing, because I knew pretty much everyone. Everyone's like, what's the one, Abby? 
What's, well, what's she's, the Muppet? she's new. She's behind okay. my is, time. Is yeah. Abby the one who has autism? Oh, my God. I don't you, think so. I have no clue. I oh. think Abby has, like, two big orange pigtails. Oh, okay. Yes. There, is, there is a Muppet char- uh, Sesame Street character who is a Muppet mm-hmm. who uh, is on the spectrum, which is really nice. Yeah, no. I think it's a good, well, it's a good way to... My mom just said no. That's what... <laughs> I received no. the text message that says no. Thanks, Mom. But, um, so, I, I think Sesame Street is a really cool thing. Mm-hmm. And I have a, a child who I have exposed to Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Talking about it so I just did, <laughs> dangerously. I, she knows how to get there. <laughs> She's had early exposure to Sesame Street. <laughs> she could tell you how to get to Sesame Street. Uh, she probably couldn't. No, no. She, I wouldn't expect her to. Uh, but I was much more of a Muppet guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah okay. like like I like like the Muppet Show. Mm-hmm. I have significantly more exposure. Along with Muppet Babies, and I was the just other, about to say the what other about films Muppet as Babies? well. I would like to exclude Muppet Babies from the canon. I, think I wouldn't. That's, uh, <laughs> I, I would like to not. I, th- I, th- I think we have to exclude it from the show. Certainly, <laughs> I sh- I shan't in my own heart and mind. Fair enough. <laughs> Sean, were you a Sesame Street kid? Um, I was less a Sesame Street kid and definitely more of a Muppets a Muppets baby myself. <laughs> a Muppets. So I got two Muppet Babies mm-hmm. in the room with me. I'm both. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By in every sense, all the time. Do you think that the prevalence of Sesame Street and the Muppets, I'll say, um, has impacted our perception of puppets in our culture? Yeah. Because puppets have to be good. So a theme that Jeremy is... Go- well, a theme that Jeremy is going to bring into this episode, because I want to talk about it, and uh-huh. if we don't, I'm going to be upset, mm-hmm. is the use of puppets in special effects. Okay. Oh. Because... They are heavily used. Do tell. Uh, well, here's my list, okay? Here's my big list. The Thing, Alien, Starman, Robocop, Little Shop of Horrors, E.T., Total Recall, Star Wars, Tremors, Jaws, The Fly. And those are the only ones I want to talk about. Mm. Like, it is. But these are all mean puppets. Yeah, these are puppets that I don't consider puppets. They're For real. Like, yeah. Shonovan. Because you're not like, my favorite puppet is... The Tremor. <laughs> like, nobody says that. <laughs> the Tremor? But it's de- it's technically a puppet. Yes. What about so, Yoda? Yoda's a puppet. Is he a special effects puppet? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so let's... let's yeah, what's... Let's, I wanna... let's break it down. Is an animatronic a puppet for this episode? <gasps> I didn't think so. No? I don't... I don't know. I, I thought if there's no hand involved, I was excluding it. But what if, like... <laughs> Because a lot of puppets, even for the Dark Crystal, which we'll discuss, yeah. have robotic parts, but a You're hand. You're not in the, wrong. Yeah. Oh my god! I know that we're going to get to the Dark Crystal, but the faces, the facial <laughs> movements, you guys, yeah, mm-hmm. will blow your socks off. <laughs> I was actually, really, I was pretty disappointed by that. But anyway, me too. <laughs> wow. But they you know what? Will, your socks off you know all. what will help though is if you rewatch the 1979 Muppets movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, then you're going to be deeply impressed by the quality. Mm. Yeah, see, puppetry has come it's so It's come far. a long way. Oh, oh, 100%. The art of puppetry? Anyway, so with our loose definition of hum- puppets yeah. that are most certainly not people in suits and also most certainly not stop motion, Mary. Figures. Well, yeah, or armatures. Let's use that. Oh, armatures. Well, okay, so in one scenario, mm-hmm. so when I was looking at puppet movies, uh, a little thing called Superstar, the Karen Carpenter story popped out. Oh. And I was like, is this some weird joke of like how she was a puppet to like her <gasps> family or something? No, it's a film by Tom, Todd Haynes. 
a 45-minute sort of documentary about the rise of Karen Carpenter and the fall and her anorexia and uh, and then eventually her death. And except that the character is played by a Barbie. <laughs> but as the, as the film goes on, the Barbie is like shaved more and more to reveal how thin she's getting <laughs> until the death. Is that not crazy? That's but that's insane. also not a puppet. That's well, a doll. Well, this is the thing. Is I was like, puppets, the people, mm. the people I mean, have spoken that it's a puppet. I mean, dolls can be put in place of puppets. I would say yeah. a puppet, like a person could take a doll and move it in live action. Yeah. And I would call that a puppet. You would? I would. I mean, what else would it be? I don't know. A doll. I guess I... Unless they're, I, cause if you, <laughs> I'm so purist, I'm like, if you have to be making the little voice, yeah. you have to have a hand up his butt. Yeah, mm-hmm. same. And you have to have a little stick on its hand for it to just slowly well, touch it. And then it's a Muppet. We, well, yeah. But, hmm. uh, well, the strings. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> anyway. <I'm, laughs> and around and around knew? we go on who this definition. Knew this is so complicated. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. We're diving deep. Let's go. Let's just, let's jump into it. The Dark Crystal. Mm-hmm. Yes. Prequel? Are we calling it a prequel or a reboot? Is, I, I thought it was a reboot. I, I think it's a reboot. It's, not confident. It's a prequel, though. It? But also, can it be... Oh, we've had this conversation before. Mm-hmm. I feel like a reboot can be a prequel as well. We it's call, both. We call it a preboot. Preboot. I like it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Hashtag that's on Netflix. Alert. Hashtag preboot. That's on Netflix now. Um, mm-hmm. The original film, I believe, came out in like 1982 or something. something 1984. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now there's a series on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Did Sean, we watch it? Have we watched Sean, it? Sean, you start. Okay, so you start. I have watched over half. Um, it's about three gaflings who go on an adventure <laughs> because they discover a horrible secret that mm-hmm. the Skeksis are keeping from them. Mm-hmm. And they go to try to expose it to the world. And it is such a surprising mix of like Game of Thrones, like uh, crown chasing... Uh, there's a lot of like it's very silly. Um, yeah, I got a huge Game of Thrones vibe. From oh my the god! Show. Mm-hmm. Even like right from Sigourney's first first opening line. But like, there's an episode with Princess I forget her name, <laughs> the oldest of uh, of the Madra. <laughs> she has an insane scene that there's a part where she get she does a costume change into a very dark outfit when she's been wearing light and then she turns towards the camera with her eyes raised and i screamed because it was very scary she she went full evil and there's oh my god there's so many crazy moments that are very game of thronesy i love have you seen the original no i have not sean are you kidding me right it's quite good because the original a little bit scared me <laughs> oh, it is a little. Do you know scary. what I mean? It's, oh, I got scared scary. when I watched it. Uh, everyone told me that it was scary, but I remember being super into it. Like I, like yeah, I was but not you, scared. Are you ever scared? It's just kind of a, not know, my movies. No, like no. the faces are very uncanny valley. Yes. And you're just okay. Like, I, really I want to get this into is. this. Yes. And I just want to say that the voice cast is incredible it oh, is for this nuts. for this reboot. It's completely it is, incredible. Like anyone, you could be like, oh, they should be in there. I Even though so, the thing that I don't love is that. They do all of these gross, ambient, like, groans oh, and stuff, yeah. and they're just like, ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that. Like, in every scene, there's just a ton of people <laughs> doing that, and that's really sick. Um, 
And also, there's a great moment where the mystic is explaining the history of Thra to like the three Gelflings. I'm mm-hmm. obsessed with you having just fully <laughs> absorbed the all of the lingo. Of all, this all the Gelflings. World. When the one mystic is talking about the history of Thra, and then he's like, "And I'll explain it to you using the world's oldest art, puppetry," and they're all like, "Ah!" Oh. <laughs> meta. And it was very meta. It was very funny. That's fun. Oh, and also another little treat, a little treat for you guys mm-hmm. is that. Um, uh, so the puppetry is a masterwork, mm-hmm. and I, yes. I will have to say that. Mm-hmm. So detailed. Um, and the man, Toby Froud, who is the design supervisor for the puppets, um, was also the baby from the labyrinth. <gasps> oh. Who grew up to become... Dang. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Ooh. So that's, that's what early exposure to puppets gets you. Jerry. <laughs> it'll get you. It'll, it'll, it'll get your career it'll path. It'll get you going. Okay, I'm going to weigh in here. Yep, here we go. Okay, I have not watched as much as Sean. I would like to continue watching it. Mm-hmm. However, the what holds you back? The the marrying of hardcore puppetry. <laughs> hardcore. Well, I don't know what else you call it. And it modern is. top of the top of the line puppetry and modern digital effects uh-huh. is almost too much for me. Mm. In the very first episode, one of the all of the lady gelflings have wings, obviously. Yeah. Um, and. She is flying through an underground cave, and they are, like, panning and scanning and doing all of the digital, Mm. and I thought it looked so bad, it just, it completely ruined it for me, and I could, all I could see after that moment was hands talking. Like, I just, it completely wrecked it for me. Like, the contrast between the I don't know. I'm not sure. I think I read it differently i read it like in how stranger things is like an homage to like 80s stuff i feel like that was totally also an homage i i think so like they're using the best of what they have available and like you'll see a landscape shot of like whatever that castle that the skexies are in right and it's just beautiful because someone made it right like it's it's a it's a thing in the real world and it's lit right and everything looks perfect and then it's just like someone took the whole show from the UK mm-hmm. and then switched it to NTFC and it just, you know, have you ever seen this? Where it yeah. Because they have different video formats? Yeah. That's almost what it felt like to me. And I think I just need to get over it because I really like the Dark Crystal mm. a lot. Sonia, what say you? Well, here's the thing, y'all. Sonia's brain is so tired this week <laughs> and... I don't know why Sonia's talking about herself as a third person, <laughs> but she could not focus on a dang thing. Sonia's not here right now. Sonia's not. <laughs> Sonia can't come out to play with <laughs> us. Right now? Uh, I tried. Okay, like I started watching Labyrinth, got maybe 45 minutes in. So we started watching... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I think I wrote it down. Um, oh my God, what was it? Oh, Never Ending Story? Mm-hmm. We watched like 10 minutes? Couldn't do it. No. We watched, I think, half of the first episode of Dark Crystal. And I just was like, oh, no, I haven't been paying attention this whole time. I'm not enjoying this. Like, I'm not absorbing. So I need to revisit mm-hmm. this new series. The, mm-hmm. This re... What, what do we call it? Preboot? Preboot. Mm-hmm. Um, you've seen the film? I've seen the film. I find it very fun and silly. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the Skek... What are the Skeksis? The Skeksis? Yeah. They're, they're all ah. so funny. Oh. oh, my God, Sean. All of them mm, make me so laugh th- so much. Oh, yeah. I would love to play a Skeksis. Oh, you, you would do great. You nailed it. You just did. You just, um, like, I'm wearing headphones. Such visionaries as... Um, I was going to say Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> Harvey Firestein <laughs> and Aquafina <laughs> and Simon Pegg. Yeah. What a cast, though. It truly what a is. Cast. But there is... 
I, I, I'm now going to jump to the film. Yeah, please. I think that when they tried to do it, the sort of novelty of it was like, yeah. oh, it's going to be a movie with puppets. And that had been done before. We'll talk about a few other things. But doing it as serious as they did and selling it as serious as they did really worked. Yeah. And when you watch it, it's like a complete world with all of the mm-hmm. things it needs to be compelling. And it's not surprising that it's getting the preboot treatment that everything else is getting. Yeah. I'm just worried that the new digital element is going to wreck the whole thing for me. Mm. Well, I guess you have to watch the rest and it's find out. It's true. But, but yeah, am I'm I ready try... for another Game of Thrones level? Maybe if I'm like a little bit arrested this weekend, <laughs> feeling a little focused. Sonia, I hope that you don't get arrested. <laughs> Maybe if I'm feeling arrested. Even if they don't allow your laptop in Okay, jail. so we we like touched on this, the uncanny element. Mm-hmm. Do puppets creep you out? Or are they inherently funny or silly? The human-y ones rattle me a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like these ones, when they pan their face and they're just like looking at you with the deadest of eyes. Like there's one named Deed who has just black shark eyes and she is like a very sweet voice and like is very cute but she's still creepy i don't like how the gelflings look at all yeah that was one of my that was one of my first very strong reactions when we started watching the movie which i watched like a couple months ago mm-hmm. um i forget which show i watched it for i think it was for a sh- one of our shows but um i don't know something about them i'm just like it's wrong and it's totally that uncanny thing where you're mm-hmm. like it's just close enough to yeah. being accurate human movement and like appearance but then just wrong enough that your brain's like no 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 what is this yeah they do things like you know like little like eye pouches like Mm -hmm. like a tired eye or Mm -hmm. things like that are kind of like so human-y and you're just like oh god it's really rattling yeah it creeps me out Mm -hmm. um so for the uncanny valley we're Mm -hmm. gonna have a bit of audience participation i want everybody to do a quick google uh peter weller RoboCop puppet, and I'm going to show. I'm going to show the oh, team good. here. We don't have to do it. Uh, anyway, it, like, oh, no. it is so <gasps> strange and weird. So what they what did? This name. was for an effect. So Pete, they made a Peter Weller puppet, and it's when he gets shot, and it moves, it rides, like it rides in pain, as if getting shot. Yes, and um, in the movie, it's it's pretty obvious where it is and isn't him just because yeah. it's this exact face. Like that face doesn't, <laughs> Yeah. but, um, it is so close. It is creepy. It is. Yeah. yeah and it moves the way it should. And like yeah. blood obviously comes out of it and people, you know, Kurt, is it Kurtwood Smith? Who's the villain and shoots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. And, oh. um, anyway, this, this totally hits this uncanny Valley. And even Peter Weller was uncomfortable on set. Oh, with it, he would be the most. Yeah, he he was not. It was not. Oh, yeah, okay. yourself. I yourself can't. That's the only thing that would be worse. That would be horrifying. <laughs> the uncanny element, but then it's you. Yeah, well, it's, and, and people are like, which one is which? And like, like constantly, I don't know. Just in this like moment of death, like it's like it's the. I think its arm gets blown off at one point oh, as well, no. and they like put meat in it to to do it. Like they put beef in his the arm to blow. <laughs> Which I mean is brilliant, but uh, oh, props that, people know there. Yeah, that's one. That's one scary. That's one scary uh, puppet. <laughs> that is. <laughs> I hate it. Thanks. I hate it. Um, okay, when I was thinking about puppets, two shows that came immediately to mind for me were Mister Dress Up and Mister Rogers Neighborhood. Did either of you watch either of these? Yes, um, I did. Mister Dress Up. 
Uh-huh. But I did not do Mr. Rogers. We probably didn't have access to it. Well, that's true. I would like to throw lamb chops. Play, sing oh, oh, well, you, I, oh, I can't believe. I'm just, my brain just shorted out because I was like, <laughs> oh. how did I forget? Well, But I, what was she on? That's the thing is I have forgotten. What like, do you mean? I think I just had a tape of, of lamb chop and Sherry, Lois, and Brown. No, no, th- th- those are different. Those are different those things. Are different yeah, things. there's Lamb Chops Play Along. And By and a woman Sharon. named Sherry. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then there's Sharon Lois and Brown. Yeah. Those are, my, those my childhood memories are obviously now swirling R.I.P. together in my to mind. Sharon, I think there's only Lois and Brown. Oh, sad. Yeah. Oh, for real. Because I, I was obsessed with Lamb Chop. I forgot about... Oh, I, had, I had a whole team. I had the whole team. What do you mean you had them? They, yeah, they had a three. whole... There was, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure I cannot what remember a donkey and a dog, What are their names? I'm looking... Stall, stall Char- on the radio. Charlie horse, stall on the radio. Charlie horse. Yes, that was one of them. Yeah. Oh my God, where did you pull that from? My my deep seated, <laughs> wow, seated brain. This puppetry episode is taking us back. <laughs> it's reaching deep inside me like a hand. Did you like Mister Dress Up, Sean? Yes, because he loved costumes. He had a bunch of fun friends. Mm-hmm. That he would. He was a very. Even though, when I look at it now, his drawings were just very sturdy. <laughs> but I was like, he's a great drawing. Yeah. <laughs> like, just... I'm just like, what a solid line. <laughs> That's so accurate. And I feel like a non-Canadian would be like, what like, are these wait a people minute, talking what? about? What? But everyone who's ever watched Mr. Dress Up He's just like, I'll start about. with a box. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> we'll build from there. It's a, it's a drawing everyone can make. Yeah. yeah. And okay, he had all these you find your funny friends that lived in the treehouse. Yeah, and... Casey and Finnegan. Yeah, yeah. So uh, oh. Sherry Lewis was the host, yes, and okay. Lamb Shop, Hush Puppy, and Charlie Horse, Charlie Hush Horse. friends. Oh, cute. Yeah, and uh, there were other puppeteers, but yeah, she did. I think she did the voice. Yeah, though? she did the. Yeah. She for sure did Lamb Chop anyway. Yeah. Um. So this is kind of related to Lamb Chop, but I watched the Happy Time Murders this week. Oh yeah. Do tell, Sean. So the premise is that there was a show kind of like that, actually, where there's like a human and some puppets. Uh, and it was very popular. Um, it, it's in a world where puppets and humans coexist, but the puppets are second class citizens oh. and the humans take advantage of them all the time and, uh, rob them and like pluck their eyes out and stuff. It's, oh my God. It's horrifying. Um, and so then we're following this one puppet who is a disgraced police officer. He was the first puppet on the force and now he's kind of ruined it for everyone else because he, he messed up. Oh man. Um, and his former uh, partner Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> and so anyway, someone is starting to kill all of, or the Happy Time gang was what this show was called. And then it's going back into syndication and someone started killing all the members of it. So the last remaining member can collect all the money or something. And Elizabeth Banks is the Sherry person. And then all these like strange puppets. And it basically, it's kind of like Meet the Feebles in that it, it tries to make this puppetry so dark and, like, you know, perverted. But it's not, it It was not fun. Like, no joke landed. It was really rough. Oh. And there's, like, a very extended, like, man, like, uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to, how I'm going to say. <laughs> Just, like, a man, like coming silly string all over an entire room <laughs> for an extended five minutes. I mean, I on where you were like, I can't decide how to say this. And then you I mean, just I was like, well, it. I guess I gotta say it. I mean, on paper, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, like that's funny. On and just paper, yeah. but... Joel, Officer Joel McHale watching string oh. spray all over everything. And it's so weird because it had Melissa McCarthy. It had Maya 
Rudolph as like a little secretary and Elizabeth Banks. And it's like, do you guys make bad decisions? And anyway, <laughs> Melissa McCarthy wanted a raspberry for her, for her efforts. Oh, did she? It was, yeah, it was not great. It was just like, yeah, it was just like really easy, gross jokes. Mm. Like, there's also a very iconic scene that I still remember of uh, the officer goes in a porn shop and peeks behind the curtain and sees a, um, a cow being milked by an octopus and milk is flying everywhere and the cow is just like... <laughs> it's real. See, like I feel like you're making it funnier than Unless John's facial expression in that moment was It's pretty horrifying. So it's it a Jim funny. Henson thing. It's yeah. like from it's the first film from Henson Alternatives. Wait, but like by Brian Henson. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> by Jim Jim Henson's was not involved. No, no, he did not. Yeah. No. And no. I feel like I don't brand. know. That, that sticker moved moved on down. I don't know yes. if Henson Alternatives is going to get a second. Yikes. Mm. Because um, it was rough. Do you guys think that, like, a part of it is they're making this movie and it's already a stretch? Like, it's humans and puppets and serious, so they have to, like, tone down other things? Because compared to something like The Dark Crystal, which is very serious, like, there is no... Any comedy in, in that is just happening in the world to those characters, yeah. oh, right? A, a gelfling is brutally murdered. Oh. Or many gelflings. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. alert! But there's no there's no silly string or yeah. no octopus and uh, so no. I. But do Deep you, does not spray <laughs> silly string. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like, do you think that it's too far of a reach? So they have to simplify things to try and make it work. Like, do you think that's the angle? Like, oh. We're already asking them to do so much here. The jokes can't be super funny, and we can't go really serious with it because it's just not going to work. No, I think they probably just did a bad job. Really? What that sounds like to I me. think it was just bad writing, yeah. Oh, man. That's bleak, you guys. <laughs> that's that's kind of sad. Whenever it's not a choice, it's a little much. Yeah. Um, I think I want to save that question for after the break. Okay, sorry. I have also forgot to ask... Did either of you watch The Friendly Giant? Speaking of Canadian media with puppets. Um, mm, no. I think no. I saw a cartoon. I didn't know there was a puppet. No, it was a Canadian sh- kids show from oh. like the 50s to like the 90s. I know about this. I did My not watch it. My mother references it constantly. Yeah, I think a lot of our parents Basically anything over it. our heads. She's yes. like, look up, look, look way, way up. <laughs> I have like, like I see very it. fond feelings about that show because I think I watched it when I was quite young, and I don't really remember anything. But just like when I hear that, do you like, eat frozen peas by the up. bag full now? Yeah, I really do. <laughs> um, it just makes me feel like warm and fuzzy. But I don't even really remember anything about the show. <laughs> like who else is in it? Just a just rooster. A, per, there's well, he had all of, yeah, all of his friends are puppets. Mm-hmm. Mm. So like, there's um, a rooster. Purple giraffe. And there's a giraffe. Like there's lots That's of like little a animal purple friends. Giraffe. Purple. It's <laughs> kind of a. It's not unlike the like world of make believe from Mr. Rogers or what? like Mr. Dressup's friends, which makes me ask a question. Like, what's the deal with the prevalence of puppets in children's media? Is it just that they're fun and cute? I mean, how come middle-aged men can't make normal human <laughs> friends? Like, um, that's my other that's, question. That's the deep and question. And I ask myself. <laughs> I I have an idea, but you're not going to like the answer. Uh-huh, tell me. Uh-oh. I think that it is a very cost-effective way yep. to do something really spectacular. Yeah. And I think 
a lot of these people really knocked it out of the park. Like, yeah. I think that they really put a lot of the right amount of time and effort into making these things, you know, believable characters in the show. But I think, like, uh, man, I wonder who the first was to do this puppet thing with kids. Allegedly, Mr. Dressup was yeah. predated Mr. Rogers. Yeah. But I think Friendly Giant would have predated Mr. Dressup. But I can see, like, a wholesomeness element of it, especially when compared to a cartoon. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Also, yeah, these are also all programs from public television, right. so cost effectiveness is yeah. important. Right. He's like, I got a friend. Yeah, and, and then I maybe you have <laughs> one, one cast member maybe becoming five cast members. Yeah, exactly. They're able to just you know swap a handoff and you're good to go. Move oh, yeah. a glove and you're somebody else. <laughs> all right. Well, it's time for us to take a break. We're gonna go uh, rest our hands. <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> and we will be right back with more spoiler alert on 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. Welcome back to Spoiler Alert. My bad, I'm, y'all. I'm Sonia, and I'm here with Jeremy and Sean. Hi. I thought they would both say hi at their own time, but I never tell them what I'm doing. Well, you that. didn't know who, who the puppeteer was. Jeremy was just <laughs> panicking here. Who's the puppet and who's the puppeteer? <laughs> We're going to get back to talking about puppets in just a minute here. Uh, but first, I think, Jeremy, you have something um, something planned. You're yeah, the no, I'm just here. looking looking through here. I've got this thing. Uh, we do it a lot. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but it's game time. <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> um, you were born for this. You were born yeah, for truly. this. Uh, for those who don't know, if you're just tuning in, the game is where I spend all week looking online and talking to people I know about movies that these two have not seen related to our topic. I locate said title. I tell them said title. They tell me what they think it's about. I tell them what it's really about. We all have a good laugh. And today, ladies and gentlemen... I have got such a winner. You are stoked. Thank you to my friends Gerald and William who put me onto this because it is unbelievable. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm excited to see what you guys come up with. This week's title, if you if either of you win this, you win the game for all time. Just so you know. Oh no. Yeah. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. This week's title is called Strings. 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 A simple title? A simple um, movie. A simple movie. I believe that it is about one of the first all-puppet orchestras, <gasps> um, and they struggle to find um, acceptance within the string community, um, but in the end, they become very popular, and they win the world's heart. Kay. All while playing violins. <laughs> nice. That's so that's pretty, rude. That's pretty good. That's pretty because <laughs> mine is... <laughs> uh, Okay, a violin maker inexplicably has a puppet for a son. <laughs> <laughs> That's Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah, but he like makes violins. <laughs> yeah, are you, like, are you just doing Pinocchio here? Like, what's okay, the... I'm not not doing Pinocchio, One but... day the violin opens his eyes <laughs> and says... I'm a real bow. I'm, I'm a real bow. I feel I, like there's a I'm joke I'm a real there. bow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and then he struggles to find acceptance within the violin-making community. Yeah, as you do. So... There's only, like, three of them. They're like spiritual. Okay. They're a spiritual uh, series. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was that was something, Sonia. Okay. Here we go. Strings is a 2004 film, and it is about it's a mythical fantasy film about a, a son who loses his father and his uncle. It's sort of a little bit of a Hamlet thing, but here's the here's the twist. 
They're all marionettes, and they are all aware of the strings that go up to the sky and control them. So if you cut a guy's arm string, he loses that arm. Like, he can no longer function with the arm. So there's two classes of people where they harvest body parts still attached to the sky to give to other people. And in all of the, like, wide shots, there's all of these strings stretching up to infinity. Because, oh, my God. And when, in the, in the show, when people have a child, the parents build a little puppet together, and then strings descend from the sky that they attach, and then the baby comes alive. This is very... So what? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's totally wild. I, so, so, like, at one point, he gets put in prison, and all the prison is is this grid of things that hold his strings together, and he can't walk because his strings are attached. So, like, all the world and stuff is, like, open at the top because they have their strings. And well, yeah. Like, and it's, like, this huge metaphor for God. It is wild. It is insane. Is I have not watched wild. this movie, but I am going to. I it stars James McAvoy oh, as I the voice him. of the main. Um, they have done it in tons of different languages because they're all just puppets. It is wild. I'm going to watch this. Yeah. No, it is crazy. Um, the... On Wikipedia, the thing describing... <laughs> Write it down, Sean. <laughs> the thing des- describing, like, usually there's, like, a plot. There's, like, a bit about the plot, and then it's, like, just all about, like, different things about how the string world works and prisons and giving birth, and it is insane. Uh, <laughs> later in the movie, he discovers this power, which is not quite flying, but leaping, as if a person picked up a puppet and moved it. And it's only when he, like, figures himself out is he able to, like, jump because he's physically attached to something above him. Like, it hey, is. So We're all physically attached to something <laughs> Is it? Do us. they ever explore, like, where the strings go? They don't know. It's like, it's literally it's like a religion. It's metaphysical for them. Okay, yeah, like, yeah. like, they can see these things just going up, but that's, that's wow. all they got. Anyway, strings, 2004. It's pretty wild. That's yes. very scary. It's, th- this is the best thing I've brought to you since Airheads. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how I feel right now. (laughs) I don't know how to feel. (laughs) Anyway, you guys uh, have both lost the game. and uh, Forever? Well, maybe. I said if you won, you won forever. No, of course not. But uh, there it is. Strings. Wow. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that, Jeremy. Mm -hmm. And Frank? I think thank you. Yeah. (laughs) And thank you, Jeremy. All right. Well, let's get back into puppet talk. Now that we're rattled. Now that we're good and rattled. Uh, there's something I think we have to address mm-hmm. and talk about. I'm not too keen on it, talking mm-hmm. about it, but also I'm really curious to know your thoughts. Mm-hmm. A little movie called Team America World Police. I oh. love this movie. No, wow. Jeremy! Of course, it's the best. To this day, you it's love so it? so good. It's super good. There's it's not. <laughs> what are you Uh-oh. talking about? It's wonderful. It's one of the most racist pieces of it garbage ab- that's ever existed. That's absolutely true. And then also, though, what I'm truly mad at is that I agree with you a little bit about certain parts of it. (laughs) Because I watched it last night and it did make me laugh a lot. It's very funny. You watched it last night as well. (laughs) Yeah. That was the one movie I could get through this week. Sonia, the the racism in the film is pointing out a flaw. You you realize this. I do, I know. Okay. But I, okay, Sean, have you seen it? No, I've seen, uh, no, I have seen clips, but I, I really couldn't. It and came out in 2004, so... Yeah. No, I was, I was... Well, it was the same year as Strings? Yeah. <laughs> it, it was, was a very, big year for puppets. Very heavy puppet year. 
Okay, but you know what it's about. I, I like do. the premise and, and who I've made se- it. Oh, I've seen the Kim Jong Il. Uh, I've yeah. seen the or Un. Which one? I think you. Which one yeah. were we on he at was that still time? Alive the ori- uh, OG. The Kim Jong <laughs> Kim Jong OG. Um. <laughs> oh God! I've everyone. Literally every person in my high school has well, right. s- has spouted that yeah. over and over. Like I think, and I basically have seen it by proxy. So, yeah, I am so torn because Mm -hmm. on the one hand, yeah, I get that it's satire and it's the dudes from South, like the dudes who created South Park. So it's 1000 levels of irony with them Mm -hmm. always. Yeah. But it's like, it's not, it's not clever. Like it's not actually saying anything really. I think it is. It sort of is. Like it sort of is saying uh, like a commentary on the American perspective of the world and specifically the East. Yes. Yeah. But it's about American identity. But it's not. It doesn't give you like it doesn't. I think I was talking about this with my boyfriend when we were watching it last night. Mm -hmm. And I think if you made this movie today with like writers who were from those cultures and who wrote it in a specific way, that's not just literally people saying Durka, 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 as Mm -hmm. though that's a language, Mm -hmm. which isn't what Arabic sounds like, just for the record. Mm hmm. I think it would be a little more meaningful in a lot of ways, but because you're like, oh, it's this is just people, what? Oh my God, I'm so sorry, Sonia. My face just el- wife of the show, Ellen Louie, with this breaking news. What? I'm gonna read this text. Just like Trey Parker's dead. I, I, <laughs> oh my God. I am gonna read. I am gonna read this text. The entire thing. Oh, no. Okay. My grade eight teacher showed it to us, <gasps> all caps, in school. <gasps> Her, Ellen, As an educational tool, Ellen and her friend had to leave the room. Okay, that's inappropriate. I can. That's I can, deeply inappropriate. See, anyway, this is the thing with like Trey Parker humor is that it's like it is satire, but mm-hmm. the people that spout it back do not get it at all. Yeah, exactly. And it's not, saying it's, it's as not the, doing mm-hmm. anything. As the surface, joke. but like if you if you do compare this to a uh, what's the what's the Broadway musical called Book of Mormon? Book of Mormon. Yes, I I can see lines. Like yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen Book of Mormon. But I also had issues with Book of oh, Mormon. Right. Sonya had her so, Book but, of Mormon. <laughs> but I, I think it's okay for things to make to have problems. Yeah. And I think it's okay because that's not what they're talking about, right? Yeah, they are. Pre- they but are, it's also not okay. Right, but they are presenting an American identity, yeah. which I think exists oh, and exists for at sure. the time, and I don't think they're presenting it in a way that makes it okay. Okay. So, like, they are huge anti-war people, right? Yeah, no, no, no. Like, I, I get not, it. Yeah. Like, I, I get it. Yeah. I just, for me, I'm like, it's not as smart as everyone thought it was in 2004. Oh, it's I'm certainly saying. not smart. That's I know, No, but I, they think it is. And that's part of what I take issue with is they think that they're, like, keen political satirists. And I don't think it's... Do they think that? Yeah, I think they do. Are I you? really think they do. Really? I do. From... from but also... hmm Everyone has AIDS, <laughs> as the as the song from from like as from the musical lease. You need you need to figure yourself out, young lady. Still makes me laugh. As does you are just a so, woman. <laughs> so many different things in this movie made me laugh, and I would be so mad about it. But one of the things that made me laugh the hardest was you can't blame yourself because of what gorillas did. <laughs> Like just out of context. <laughs> also, I, oh my god! I just don't. I just Sean is just so confused. I've right never now. seen you two before in my life. <laughs> they anyway, both are raw. 
It's just a dumb, it's a really dumb movie. The yeah. puppets aren't good. And but, they don't look good, but, but they're not supposed to. But the puppets are indicative of a specific thing. Yeah, such tell as me about this. Thunderbirds and file, Fireball right, XL. Right. Fun. Have you guys ever seen this show? No, but Either I just heard about it. Uh, really? I, Yesterday. I like Thunderbirds quite a bit, and it is very cheesy, and that is what they wanted to capture. Which is a show of puppets, right? Yes, it was, it was both, both, both these shows are, and, uh, Thunderbirds they've remade, I think it's like, Thunderbirds Argo is the new show, mm. and uh, it's kind of another mix of old and new, which mm. I'm also not a fan of. What? But, uh, yeah, no. That's, that's a big surprise from Jeremy. But, uh, yeah, I learned they build these huge, like, beautiful sets, like, physical sets for this show, and then they just photographed and digitized them, and I was like, what are you guys doing? Like, what's the point? Anyway, that doesn't matter. But um, Team America mm-hmm. was, like... Is, is a spoof of that. Well... The, they use the same technology, right? Right, and a lot of the things in Team America, such as when he gets drunk and vomits in the, um, are funny because he's a puppet. Yeah, right. Like that's the joke, or like them not being able to dance. Yes, like them trying or walk to walk or <laughs> anything. And uh, it's just them, like, or them fighting. It's just them, like, flailing at each other. Yeah, like they do a bunch of kung fu preamble and then it's just two puppets being jiggled <laughs> which like but it's like and that's funny yeah but then sounds... it also happens like four times in the movie and you're like okay mm-hmm. no we get it though but we get you can't fight we're here anyway um yeah no i like team america plus it hit that me it hit me at a very good same and that's yeah. the thing is i'm like okay i saw this when i was you know 14 mm-hmm. or whatever and then that's also the state of mind it takes me back to every yes, time absolutely um if you guys want to talk another inappropriate yeah, um, puppet show so, have you ever seen Meet the Feebles from 1989? No, but I want you to tell me about it. So, it is one of Peter Jackson's earliest films. Um, it's about the dark side of uh, show business. Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. all puppets. Um, and it's basic, It's like a musical, black, perverted, sick comedy <laughs> that is banned in Ireland. <laughs> and, oh my god. Yeah, it is, it's wild. It's just as like, um, there's a show called about like the feebles and they just do this sort of variety show and there's Heidi the hippo who is like a star of it but then her boyfriend like cheats on her and kicks her to the curb and she this is one storyline she gets very angry and um eventually like gets a machine gun and shoots up the entire studio including every character and um and then there's also oh there's like a rabbit that thinks that he has like a venereal disease or something and it's it's all really gross like there's just like like pus and like people like injecting themselves oh so sick but did you watch it i've watched it before i didn't watch it this week i wasn't up to the task (laughs) but even when peter jackson won his oscar he was like uh, he like plugged his past films he like talked about them and he was like the Oscars overlooked a few of these, which <laughs> is very funny. Um, John, do you like this movie? I kind of like this movie. Some of the songs are great. Like, there's a song oh, called song. The Gar- mm-hmm. Heidi the Hippo sings a song called In the Garden of Love that is actually a really good song. <laughs> and also, it's just like, it's so incredibly bizarre and sick that you can't help but love it. <laughs> it's, very, it's like, I don't know. I can't explain much more of it. Just that you might feel gross to your stomach. I watched the trailer to get a refresh. I was like, (laughs) 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 Just like someone takes a poop and then like a fly flies out of it. And, you know, you know how nasty things are. Puppets. 
And they're just eating each other and killing each other constantly. Oh like the small puppets will just get like crashed flat by something else, like <laughs> very easily. Because <laughs> they're all just weird so animals. Dark. It is very dark. I'm gonna have to check it out. Um, can we talk about Labyrinth real quick? Yeah. I yes. think that we should. Yeah. Uh, this David Bowie tome that mm-hmm. has been gifted to us mm-hmm. from Time and Space is quite possibly the strangest movie of all time. It's so weird. And I don't know why I am drawn to it. So, however, it just everything works for me, including the contact juggling. And I don't, <laughs> I don't know why. What's the contact juggling? That's, you know, have you seen Labyrinth? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. Well, David Bowie holds a crystal ball often and it seemingly just sort of travels along his body as oh. if by magic means yet it's just him holding a large marble and sort of flipping it around which a certain type of weird guy will do at a party it's true oh. there's there's a guy you've who, seen contact oh, yeah. he may <laughs> I've he seen may wear liquid a, dancing he I may know. wear a fedora <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, <laughs> you've seen Labyrinth. Sorry? I have. Yes. I ha- I was trying to rewatch it this week because I don't remember anything about it, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, but didn't do it. I don't remember anything about it, obviously. <laughs> if that's very me, for the <laughs> listeners who don't know, Sonia forgets everything. But yeah. uh, there are there are gremlins, mm-hmm. gremlins yeah. or goblins? Uh, goblins. goblins. He's and, a goblin. Uh, they're all puppets besides David Bowie, the baby, and Jennifer Connelly. Pretty much. There's a dog, which is sometimes a dog and sometimes a puppet. Yeah. And then uh, there's a, a knight, I believe, who is, I can't remember his name. Yeah. Uh, and puppets. Yeah, mostly. And now I'm trying to remember if there's any other cast members. I don't think so. But, we don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's basically the answer. The other cod piece. The cod, cod piece. The cod piece. Oh, yeah. The cod, the cod piece, piece is, a is a main character. The wig is a yeah. character. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, Jennifer Conley makes a deal with David Bowie to take away her annoying little brother. Toby She Cloud. sort of does it by accident. She does, yes. She's just upset. And then she realizes she has to go rescue him. So the deal is that she has to get through the labyrinth, which is absolutely insane, by sunrise or something like that. Yeah. Or uh, or else uh, he gets to keep the little brother. Anyway, she uh, she makes it through. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. alert. And uh, there's some jovial songs along the way, such as Dance Magic Dance. Which Jeremy may or may not listen to with his child on the way to work. Yeah, I sort of remembered the David Bowie songs as better than they are. For real. I mean, I love some 80s Bowie. Don't get me wrong. They're sort of chanty. Yeah. You know, they're. Um, I I have seen that song performed. Uh, (laughs) And I remember. Live or? There's there's a visual of the baby, Toby Froud, sitting amongst I'm a bunch of a bunch of Muppets and the baby's crying very hard mm-hmm. and the Muppets are just like bopping along and the baby, Toby's freaked out. Yeah, wonder, it seems not great. I wonder if he has nightmares. Probs. You should call him. I feel like, yeah, we see, should find I, I feel like his puppetry is the way to work through these dark, maybe. They, these dark oh. memories. His dark crystals. His dark, his own dark crystal. Well, Okay, is there anything else you guys talk uh, watch this week that you want to talk about? Like, like, should we talk about what you're watching? Is that what you're... Well, yeah, but I meant for, uh, specific to our theme before I move on. Puppet-wise? I watched the 1979 Muppet movie. Mm-hmm. I don't really have anything... Which specific. one is that? That's the first one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that the, the one with Kermit trip? on the bike? Yeah. That mo- Kermit on the bike is the funniest thing yeah. to happen. It's amazing. How do they do it? I don't know. It's a, Strings, it's, right? No. It's a motorized bike. Oh. That makes a lot of sense. Strings, right? <laughs> um, 
Of the eight, there's eight Muppet movies. Uh-huh. Where where are they? Are, do the new ones go to the bottom, to the top? Where yeah. do they go? I, I think they're lower down, and it may just be because, like, I have recently watched, not for, not this week, but, like, you know, Muppets Take Manhattan, mm-hmm. and a lot of the things that I thought were, you know, like, really, really great are just sort of little side things they do. That, yeah. Because that, basically, a Muppet movie is... A circumstance which puts them in funny other circumstances. Yeah. Okay. So the great Muppet Caper. Mm-hmm. So good. So, yeah. Right. So good. Okay. I'm glad we agree. Yeah. Um, Miss Peggy stole my diamond necklace. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that Muppets from Space is the worst, right? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm going to disagree hmm. because the newer Muppet movies I think are worse than Muppets in Space. The one with Tina Fey was good though. Mm, maybe I don't know. I the one that gave us the meme of Kermit. Looking at bad Kermit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's, where's the meme of Kermit sipping tea from? Good question. Someone write us. It looks like a commercial. Us. It does. So we'll get back to that. All right. I, I just feel like the new ones have kind of lost their magic, and their magic is named Jim Henson. Yeah. Oh, sick burn there to Brian. <laughs> also, like, take it, Brian. Obviously, we stand Miss Piggy in this family, right? Even though she's oh, not she's, great with consent. She's a, she's a star in every role, and <laughs> she takes what she wants. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because she's a puppet pig. All right. Now <laughs> we are going to move into a little segment we call What You Watching, in which we talk about what we're watching. So, boys, what you watching? Okay. You all ready for this? Mm-hmm. Look at that. That got me jacked. Absolutely we didn't plan for that. Oh, yeah. Jack Jams get you going. I watched a little movie that was loud called Aquaman. Ah. And I don't know if you guys have seen this movie. No. Sean, have you seen it? Um, it is about a water <laughs> man. <laughs> Just kidding. I have not seen hey, it. Hey, um, man. <laughs> <laughs> that might be. It is so strange uh-huh. in so many different ways. And the biggest issue I have with this movie is, what's his name? Jason, Jason Momoa. Momoa. Yes. His mother is played by Nicole Kidman. What? <laughs> okay, and he can How swim. Old is Do he? we know who his dad is? Or? <laughs> yeah, yeah. His dad is played by the. Oh, the, is he Poseidon? No, no, no. His dad is played Poseidon by. Uh, I don't know this gentleman's name, uh-huh. but he played Jango Fett in Star Wars, and thus he played every other clone trooper. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, there is a point where, spoiler alert, at the end of the movie, his parents are on a dock smooching, uh-huh. and Nicole Kidman is like passionately kissing this other actor, and he's just like standing like he's just standing there oh no as nicole is like latched onto him not unlike a starfish would wait which sorry is what the, i just need to clarify yeah. is this man a person of color yeah okay yeah, yeah. That makes it, it, it fits but okay. it also does not fit yeah yes so, and they de-age he, the dad but not nicole kidman because clearly she doesn't need that yeah oh can nicole kidman burn oh de-aged yeah D- yes. She didn't need to be de-aged. Yeah, no, they didn't. Because she looks oh. so good. <laughs> it's so like a reverse burn. I, you, <laughs> cool. You um, gave her a compliment. Cool. Anyway, if this movie happened in space, it would totally be fine. Why? Everything would... Because you, you don't have... water in space. Well, they have these ships that are underwater that are filled with water. <laughs> like like all the Atlanteans are like in their warship and it looks like a spaceship like there's no but it's underwater 
And because they swim around, it's filled with water. It's so then why are they even in the ship? I don't know. And like, they could just there's a lot of a- actors who are really doing their best to sell this world. And they all did a really good job. Amber Heard did a good job. Jason did a good job. Yeah. William Defoe did a good job. Is his thing that he's like half, like, he was raised on land. Person he, and he, was, he was raised on land, but he was born... Born the for the sea. Born for the water. So, yeah. like, mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman hooked up with the fish man? Yeah, she literally watches up on Is, this, is this the sequel? No, she's... <laughs> shape of water? <laughs> shape of no, water? No, no, you guys, Nicole Kidman is the fish woman. Oh. She's fish woman. And his dad lives in a lighthouse. Oh. Lighthouse. That's yeah. kind of cute. Anyway, I was so confused, and I just don't know if it worked or not, and I was waiting for Batman to show up the mm-hmm. whole time, and mm-hmm. he didn't. Also, I just realized that we sounded really dumb about the whole ship underwater thing. Because, like, when we ride in a car... This is... I had this discussion today. <laughs> and I get it. I Like, I, like we are of the air, and then we get into a car, I've and never, it's also air. Yes, I've I, never heard humans called of the air before. <laughs> I, yes, I agree with this. But I don't know why it's so unsettling. I don't understand. I get it, though, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's But uh, it's so... The whole time, it's, I'm just like, why is this... So these, it was bad? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Okay. I think I enjoyed it. But, uh, like, there's parts where the Atlanteans come ashore in these water suits, and it's, like, ridiculous. So there's water, they're walking in these big, they look like, they they look like sleeve sacks. Like, it just doesn't, it just, it's just so confusing to me. So how come Nicole Kidman is allowed to live? Was she given special permission? What? Why would you not be allowed to live? Like, on the air, on the Oh, well, you see, Sean's. Okay, we're running out of time. Hi, we don't sorry. have time for this. High Atlanteans can breathe both water and air. We're going so to table this. get high first. We're tabling this. Okay. Which is a convenient okay. way to. Sean, what you watching? <laughs> way to host, Sonia. Way to host. I'm moving this along. Um, okay, so I actually didn't watch a lot because I've been mainlining Dark Crystal. <laughs> I love it. Uh, it is just amazing. Um, and I love every character. And uh, the actress, Natalie Emmanuel from... Game of Thrones is plays Miss Sendai, mm-hmm. and she is such a great voice mm. actress, and sh- I just love every time she's. I thought Taron Egerton also did a great job. Yeah, he did. That's great yeah. too. There's just so much talent. Um, anyway, you guys heard us talk about that. I also have s- started watching The Good Place. Oh, <gasps> of which I'm not quite into. How far are you? Like midway through season two. Oh, oh. okay. Usually, yeah. I was going to be like. Yeah, usually if you once you make it over that hump, you're either in or out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just like maybe sitcoms are just not my jam anymore. I feel like season two is so interesting because it subverts everything. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we'll see how it goes, but I don't feel drawn. Anyway, do you ship Eleanor and Chidi? Um, what did no. you just ask him? I asked if he shipped them. What does that mean? She's like wants to have them in a relationship. Want to- <laughs> oh no, and they I- need they need to break up. No, Eleanor <laughs> sucks. <gasps> Oh my god, okay, now we have to table this also. <laughs> I need to, I need to watch more of the show. I'm not prepared. I also haven't been watching really anything as aforementioned, but because my brain was too tired to focus on anything, mostly what I watched this week is a show called 90 Day Fiance. Oh no. I'm a I've little ashamed. Do tell. I'm a little ashamed. I've heard of it. In America, there's a thing called a K-1 visa that you can get, otherwise known as the fiancé visa. That's different than the K-9 visa. You have to marry <laughs> a you marry dog. A dog. <laughs> um, which is, if you are engaged to someone or get engaged to someone, they can come to America for, mm-hmm. th- for 90 days, and then after 90 days, they either have to be legally married or leave the country. 
Okay. And so this show Which is, is about couples. Yeah. This show is about couples who one of whom is from abroad and is using this K one visa process. Mm-hmm. Uh and so it's like them figuring out whether they'll get married. And it's wild. And the like, couplings like, are outrageous. Wild. Okay. So I'm sorry. They're already established couples? Yeah. Or they're meeting for the first no, time. No, they're already sure. well. They're already established couples, but most of them have spent like six days together in the person's home country. Like they like met on vacation, oh, like have maybe okay. gone for one visit, and then now this person is coming to America to maybe get married and probably get married. Um, so that's wild. It's a wild show. Uh, it's trash, but also it's really giving <laughs> me life lately. Um, more on that later, I guess. I'll yeah. probably keep watching it and talking about we'll, it. We'll talk no, about it in the reality TV episode. But that is all the time we have this week. I'd like to give a shout out to the Garys for the use of our theme song, Manitouna. My co-hosts, Sean and Jeremy. Thank little you. sweeties. Thank Everyone you. here at CJTR and to you, our beloved listeners. The show is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Rebroadcast Thursdays at, at noon. noon. That's uh-huh. new for us. Ooh. We Ooh. had a time change and I didn't Ooh. update my notes and then Sean saw the panic in my eyes. Whoa. And we're available as a podcast on CJTR's website and anywhere else you get your podcasts. We'll be back next week. My Electric is up next. Bye. See ya. Bye.